world of wonder. See? That's my feet! And horror. The military advised that the flesh-eating pigeons can only be stopped by destroying the brainstem, and that they do not poop. That makes no sense. Why did they do that? One podcast fights the forces of evil. The new and improved diabolical disintegrating death ray. <laughs> Triumphs over adversity. Now I'm not sure how to pronounce this word. And brings hope. Live your life. Joy. <laughs> and silliness. Perfectly normal. That podcast is... Release the clown coming to ears near your head now. Release the clown sketch comedy podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and all reputable platforms. Oh, this is most pleasing! Yes, quite marvelous. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am your host, Chip Hazard. Happy Halloween, you filthy animals. I'm Talon Williams. And how you been, bro? You been doing good? Man, I've been good. I've been doing real good. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> that, that quickly. Okay. Uh, so we decided we were going to do something cool for the Halloween episode today. Because um, we all know we like dealing with horror. We like dealing with video games. So we figured, what the hell? We'll just talk about horror-themed video games. And, um, you know, we talk about we talked about some of these on previous episodes when we talked about our Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and N64 episodes. Um, but this one is going to be mainly centered around those horror-themed video games. Um, do you remember the very first, like, horror-esque game that you played when you were uh, growing up? Dude, Obviously, yes. OG uh, Nintendo and stuff like that. I, it, it was uh, on the... The OG Nintendo itself, and it was a game called Friday the 13th. Right. Now, they've, they've redone, or they've came out with a new game called Friday the 13th. Yeah, right. Which is free games with gold this month, so it is. definitely check that out. Um, but the the original one, I remember, and I, I remember talking about this on the NES, or when we did the NES episode. Right. But it was just a, uh, you, you kind of walk down the street. It was almost like the point-and-click games. Right. Um, well, you were able to control the characters more. Just a, just a little bit more. Uh, but you'd go into a house, and Jason would be in the house, and you got to run, you know, <laughs> right. get away from him, and shit like that. Right. But, yeah, that was the first one that I ever remember playing. Right. What, um, what about you? Um, I didn't really play... Uh, and I know we talked about this before the podcast. You don't really consider this game a. Uh, it's on the floor right there. Um, a lot of people don't consider this game. And you said you didn't consider this game horror themed, but in a way, it kind of is because it's dealing with, you know, monsters. It's dealing with vampires, things like that. And that's the first Castlevania game that I played. Uh, and the entire series based is based around that concept. Um, I remember playing it, and I wasn't really scared by it, you know, per se. Um, but then my dad came home from KC video with a brand new, with, with a video game and said, Hey buddy, I got a game for you. You want to play it? I'm like, sure. So he, he didn't, he doesn't tell me what the game is. Now you got to understand. I'm very, very, still very young at this age. He puts the game in. 
he cuts on button the first fucking thing i see is a is a fucking pixelated freddy krueger and i'm like nope fuck this i, I didn't say that but i was like nope i've got the hell out of there uh and i was like yeah so i'm not playing that but eventually i later on i did play it and i didn't care for it too much <laughs> i mean it was kind of it was i guess they tried to make it so similar to the to the friday the 13th game the way you described it and yeah. it just it just came off horribly right you know what i mean and and, and, but they took a chance with it Uh, you can't really say you know anything bad you know they took a chance with it they say there was tons of parameters back during the og nes day i mean basically everything was a 2d side scroller right um no, nothing really 3D-esque, nothing really, no, you know, no. so you know, third person or yeah. even first person at that point. Um, uh, there was, uh, well, there was I a, would say a couple, I think Duck Hunt was well, the first Duck Hunt person. Well, Duck Hunt was the first person, right, yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, traditionally, traditionally you would speaking, say yeah. that was the first, I want to say probably the first ever first person shooter. Right, and, <laughs> and possibly the first handheld you know, gun, gun. You know, where they're using motion sensors and stuff like that. Well, not necessarily motion sensor, but using sensors to... You know, I'm not going to turn my phone down because I got here. All right, here you go. Um, um, but, you know, for those of you that don't know, uh, if you didn't listen to the horror podcast episode uh, or anything, Talon is deathly afraid of Freddy Krueger. So just send him all the Freddy Krueger <laughs> memes that you can think of. To, 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 to preference that, what he just said, I... I handle it better now that I'm on Wilbutrin, but um, it, trust me, it doesn't scare me not nearly as much as it as it used to. Um, but going on to something that was a little bit controversial, maybe, um, and you're gonna see a theme of that with a, with a lot of the horror themed video games. Okay. Do you ever do you remember playing Wolfenstein 3D? I didn't play it. Didn't play I, I remember one? hearing about it, but I never played right. that. That was that was the one where you had to kill a robot Hitler at the end of the game so it was very very much you know world war ii style but if you've ever played wolfenstein 3d if you've never played it and then you play it you think why does this game look so similar and it's because wolfenstein 3d ended up being the inspiration for probably one of the predecessor one of the pioneers of the quote-unquote survival first-person shooter horror games known as doom yeah and doom even though it became a shitty movie was a very good game. Now, Doom 64 was kind of... Excuse me, you'll not talk bad about Doom and and The Rock. I'm not talking about bad about The Rock. I'm just saying (laughs) the movie was trash. No, the movie was terrible. Um, I mean, Um, if they would have done it the correct way, which I mean, yeah, where was this, you know, where was, you know, the evil, you know, because all it was the people turning into aliens. It's like, that's kind of not what it was. But anyway, so we'll go on. Um, um, The the next horror-themed video game that I remember playing was on the Super Nintendo. Right. And it was a game called Alien 3. Alien 3. Yeah, I don't think I ever remember playing any of the Alien uh, games on the on the old, older systems. I dude, think... that game scared the fuck out of me. Right? I mean... <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, because we you, you had to save people from... Uh, they would be, like, in the cocoons and shit like that, and you had to go and get them yes. before they... Okay, yeah, I do remember playing that game. I do remember playing that. Yeah. What yeah. game was I thinking? Alien 3. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Because you had to play Sigourney Weaver as the bald Sigourney Weaver going through, and you had that big-ass machine gun that you were carrying. It was side-scrolling. Yeah. yeah. And, God forbid, if you didn't, you actually seen a visual of the damn alien bursting through the, the, the chest. Yeah, I'm not... I remember that, yeah. Yeah, that game scared the, the <laughs> Jesus out of me. Right. Um, um, do you did you ever remember playing um, Clock Tower? Do you remember that game? Man, fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> 
for those of you who don't know, Clock Tower was a game. The the controllers were clunky. The it, graphics it was, were horrible. It, it was the graphics were good. Well, because for the time it was, yeah, it was, the graphics uh, were okay. I remember it being on the original PlayStation, and it was a point and click type game. Right. So you you had to control kind of a pointer, and you would point and click where you wanted to go. Right. Kind of <laughs> similar to what the Friday the Thirteenth Friday the Thirteenth game was in a way. It, in a way, this was more uh, like a PC controller, like, or more PC controls, because you had a clicker, and it was as if you, it would have been easier if you were playing it on PC, because you would have the mouse. Right. But it was just, you were using the analog sticks. Right. And it had this little fucking troll (laughs) that would would chase you with these big-ass fucking scissors, (laughs) and... Son of a bitch, if, if he didn't pop up out of nowhere every time, and my friends and I, we would have this great idea every fucking night. We'd cut all the lights out yep. in the house <laughs> and play Clock Tower. Man, I don't know how many night terrors I had over that fucking game. Right, it's insane, man. That, that was a very, very... Uh, the game itself, because you just see the thing coming at you. Oh, the hitting the scissors and you're just like okay where do I go and then you try to hit the button I felt like no matter how hard you hit the fucking button you could not move and it it, it was so frustrating yeah. um is there anyone uh, any any other ones that you can remember off the top of your head that you oh, enjoyed man. um there was a game called Blood Rain oh uh, I love oh, yeah Blood Rain was uh kind of a hack and slash action yep horror theme where you mm-hmm. played a female vampire yeah that was very do you remember the movies that uh came out after the fact the movies weren't terrible they weren't terrible uh, i actually i uh, know they got a lot of shit over the movies yeah, but uh the girl who played um blood rain i cannot remember her name to save my life um the first time i ever seen her was she played uh in the in the tv series mortal Kombat conquest yes uh, i think she, i think her name was taja she was the thief who ended up befriending Kung Lao in the, mm-hmm. in the series. Um, so yeah, I remember that one. Do you remember and we didn't talk about this on the N64 episode. I think we both kind of overlooked it. Okay. Um, Nightmare Creatures. Do you remember that game? I, that does not ring a bell. Yeah, me. let me pop it up for you. Uh, right there, the logo of Nightmare Creatures. Do you never remember playing that? No, not on was... Nintendo 64. I remember seeing that uh, when I would go to the video store and rent uh, PlayStation games, right? But um, it was I never played it. It was it was gothic horror in some okay. respects. It was like it was it was centered around like, ironically enough, the story begins in the year 1666. Okay, it was basically it was basically the whole thing, and I'll read it to you real quick. It says a devil worshipping cult called the Brotherhood of of uh, He Cat were conducting sinister experiments. The Brotherhood of He Cat. He Cat. He Cat. H E C A T E. That's what it says. Okay. I'm just reading. You, I'm just reading you how it's pronounced. Uh, it says the Brotherhood tries to. I don't know why she's calling you, but okay. Um, basically, it, it's basically about a cult that you, an evil devil worshiping cult that you have to escape from, and it's you know, I didn't play too much of it. I played a little bit of it, and a lot of a lot of the the, um, the criticism of it was that it was it was very good. At, you know, it was a very good scary game, but a lot of it was clunky controls you know couldn't really you know 
escape, you know, certain be there be certain levels where you have to escape and you couldn't do it, you know, because you have to, you know, do certain, you have to do certain things first to do it. You know, it, it was very confusing right. um, as far as like the plot of it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's one. Um, here's another one. The Resident Evil series, which well, yeah. is probably one of the bigger uh, survival horror games. I would say it's probably the biggest survival horror game. Right. Um, and you know, the first first couple were were like true survival horror. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then they got away from the the horror aspect of it. Really, like with Resident Evil Five, right. if you ever played that. Yeah, I played. It Resident was 5. it was more of an action. I mean, there was the zombies and kind of shit in it right uh but i looked at it as more of an action game right uh i don't remember after five you would consider it more of an action game well i don't remember six i own six and i for some reason I, it's nothing about resident evil six is is like clicking. resonating right yes but <clears throat> i played resident evil seven okay and it fuck uh <laughs> It's like it went back true to the horror, to the horror. element, right? Uh, almost like. Uh, do you remember the movie Red State? Yes, that Kevin Smith did. Yes. So you know how the the guys were locked in the house, yeah, and they had to get out, yeah. So it was almost the exact same. Like you're a guy who was investigating a house, like for paranormal activity or whatnot, right? And you get uh, abducted by this cult group, pretty much. Basically, okay. it's, it's a cult, and you have to escape this house. Man. And, like, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember I've playing. I've played through it a couple of times. Yeah. It's it's a really good game. Out of, out of all of them that I've played, and I've only played up to four. Okay. I, have, I haven't had a chance to play any of the later incarnations. Um, I, I enjoyed the first one, but yes. like what I've said on previous, on previous episode is that I, I want to say it was on the horror movie episode where it started off, you know, you, you discovered the zombies, what happened to Jill and Wesker, all that. Yeah. But at the same time, it was more of a puzzle game with some levels because you had to figure out like, okay, I have to get this ruby. Why am I getting this ruby? Well, you learn about that later on, you know, because it was more of like collecting different things. Aside from puzzles, it's more collecting, but you did, there were some elements where you had to figure out where the hell you need to go and stuff like that. You had to find a button or you had to find something to remove, to move a wall sideways and get into the secret door and then, stuff like that. So if you really liked yeah. the first one, the seventh one will bring me back to the first bring one. You, go find a way to, to play the seventh one. I'm pretty sure uh, it's on Xbox One, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I own it, uh, but I'm, I have it digitally, so I can't let you borrow it. Right. Um, Unless we do, like, that, you know, file share or something like that. Right. But, um, which Johnny and I do. Right. Uh, and it works really well. Like, he bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Right. The new one that just came out yesterday. Yeah. And I can play it. Yeah. And I didn't pay didn't for pay it. didn't pay for it, right. No. And then, you know, the next game that comes out, I'll buy. And then he'll take care of it. And then he'll yeah. get to play it as well. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, so I, I would definitely recommend Resident Evil 7. Right. It's, it's Resident Evil 1-esque with better controls. So it's basically 1 with, like, the beginning of 5. Because 5 was was from from what I've... No, not 5, 4. 4 is where they had, like, the more controls. Because instead it was, like, because you hit 
the button and it like turns you know you have to turn the controls are clunky on okay. 7 like they were on okay Okay, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, because I'm because I'm gonna assume the later versions had better controls than one. Yeah. And plus, with dual analog and stuff like that being more yeah. third person, it probably uh, is better. Beneficial. So, so speaking of Resident Evil, did you ever play a game called Dino Crisis? I love Dino Crisis. I played Dino the first Crisis one. was a, a. I mean, it was exactly Resident Evil down to it. I mean, yeah, exactly down to a T. Right. But with dinosaurs. dinosaurs right. Dude, fuck you again. <laughs> <laughs> That game, like, <laughs> they did three of them. Uh, right. I only played the first one. I never played the second or the third one. I played the first one. Yeah. Though. So, um, he'd be walking around, like, looking, and all of a sudden, the damn T-Rex's head pops through the window and, you know, right. yeah, the grabs third one of the one, security guards and rips them apart. The third one was an Xbox exclusive, and it wasn't, it just wasn't as good. Right. Um, did you ever play um, any of the Manhunt games? I did not. I, I've seen people play them, but I, I never. It, it is, wasn't. If I'll tell you this, and it's the same series, but Manhunt One and Manhunt Two are two completely different games. Manhunt One is you are you are James Earl Cash, a quote unquote convicted murderer, even though there is questions about whether or not you actually did kill your family or whatever. Okay. Uh, and you are. Put, you are basically sent punished to death by lethal injection, but then you wake up. You didn't really die. Now you're involved with a sick, uh, sick director's game where he creates snuff films, and you have to. You are forced into a snuff film, and you oh. have to. You basically have to go through killing everybody who's trying to kill you, and it in, and of, in that game in and of itself was very controversial because a lot of people, state senators and people like that, believed that the game was basically a how-to guide to kill somebody because you don't just kill people like with guns or anything like that. Of course, you get weapons later on in the game and stuff like that, but it teaches you how to kill someone with a shard of glass or a hammer or a shovel or a plastic bag, you know, and they strictly, like, it was a game that was rated M for Mature, but there was, there were questions as to whether the, that was too soft of a rating, and they should have made it an AO game, you know, that was one of those <clears throat> games that they really considered making an AO game, but they ended up just making it just a, an M for Mature game. And for those that don't know, AO means adults only. Where you have to be 18 years old to purchase the game, or in some cases, 21 to purchase the game correct um, uh, and most retail stores like your Walmart your Target your Game Stops people like places they, like they that they will not even stock an AO game if it's rated adults only they won't even stock it yeah it, so it's something that you would have to like special purchase yeah go online get try to you know get something you know from like a, from from the actual website of the game itself, stuff right. like that. But Manhunt Two, you would think Manhunt Two would be a continuation of Manhunt One. Right. No, Manhunt Two is a little bit different. You actually play a character by the name of Daniel Lamb, who is a and I'm not going to ruin anything for you guys, but basically you're in an insane asylum, and you your memory has been completely erased, and you have to figure out why you're in that insane asylum. Well. I'll give a little bit of a spoiler. I'm not going to ruin the whole thing for you, but you are a doctor. You are a scientist, doctor-esque type character. Right. And you, you're you with a, another inmate named Leo, 
and you guys are trying to figure out what's going on. You guys end up escaping the prison. Things unfold. And this particular version of Manhunt was considered more graphic and considered more violent. And they actually had to scale back 25% of the quote-unquote death scenes in the video game just, huh. just so that the ESRP can approve it as a, as a mature game instead of an AO game. Wow. Yeah, it, it, dude, the original, and I don't know if any of these, <coughs> excuse me, I don't know if any of the actual removed scenes are online. I'm sure you but can find I've, them somewhere. I'm sure you can find them somewhere, but I heard, I've heard, I've heard of one scene where you would use piano wire, right? Uh-huh. Now, now you would think, okay, they're using piano wire, you choke the person out. But they do it where you would put it around that person's neck, put your foot on the back of their neck, and go back and forth and basically saw the person's head off with the piano wire. Nice. Dude, they said that was too graphic uh, to be put in the game. So what Makes they sense. So what they did was they did that way. That you can still do the action in the game, but the head won't fall off and squirt blood. It'll just look like you just, you know, choked him because when he falls down, the head's still attached. Okay. But in the original one that they took out, the head actually falls off. So it. Oh, so but, hold on. So you can't do that, but you can have Sub Zero rip a motherfucker's spine Ex- out. Exactly. Like but, I don't but, understand, that. and but, I don't. Well, I don't consider but, Mortal Kombat like right, a horror game. I believe, and I think maybe that maybe that's because they consider Mortal Kombat. Okay, it's a fighting game, but more than but chances are more than likely. How how realistic is it for someone to reach into someone's back and pull their spine out? That's not as realistic as somebody taking piano wire and choking and killing somebody. Does well, that make that, sense? Yeah, I, I, you know, I get it. But. I, you know, I get it too. And, and you know, but I also think, I mean, we are living. This was, this wasn't even <clears throat> at a time where everybody was super uber sensitive either. This was back in at least 10, 12 years ago when the game came out. So. You know, maybe people, maybe this was the beginning of people's like, uh, our sensitivity overload, you know, or something like that, you right. know. So, but then again, uh, but I mean, both of them had good, you know, they're both of them were the first one, not so much. The second one was a mind fuck in and of itself. It was very, it was more psychological than just gross horror, right? So, you know, but anyway, uh, what you got the next one, but <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, have you played the new Friday the 13th? I, I haven't it. yet. I'm going to. I'm going uh, to download it because so, so we got our. Concept. I got our Xbox back today, so we're good. Right. Uh, it's you know the concept behind it, right? Yeah. Run, get the hell away from Jason Voorhees, pretty well, much. So it's it's an online multiplayer game. Okay. That's the only way to play it. And you have, so you go into a lobby, and you know, you have say it's me, you, Johnny, Jesse, Tiffany, Amy, Lily, Ivan. Okay. All right, we're all in there. One of us is Jason. Okay. The rest of us are trying to escape. Oh, that's a dope concept. Uh, And it's always random. So if we all played the same game, you know, multiple times, eventually each person's going to have the opportunity to be Jason. Right. Um, And so as one of the survivors, you have to go around and... uh, you go into houses and stuff like that and you you hunt uh 
batteries and flashlights and you each have like a walkie-talkie radio right which but, is the headset pretty much but right? you have to be careful using it because jason can hear you mm-hmm. you know so if you say hey we're here at the fire station jason can hear you now he's going to the fire station right to fuck you up right so uh it's, so you have to be very crafty you can be like i'm at the fire station when really that could be code for something else but at the same time if you're if we're all playing in the same area exactly but but that's it's it's a dope concept uh-huh. but at the same time it's not like because we all like you said the eight of us you me amy jesse lily ivan tiffany johnny we all have cell phones we can all say meet me here blah 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 text it to everybody except the per- one person that you would be Jason, right? But you don't know who Jason is. So again, that's like, hey, give me a text. Are you Jason? No, right. You really are. Yeah, you know. So, so it be. but so then, but that's if a dope you concept. Online, <clears throat> and you play with people that aren't your friends, right? Then what? Like now, the the actual like survival part of it comes into play, right? And there's another then, game. Yeah, then it becomes instead of it being a party aspect. Now it's like, oh, sh- yeah. I mean, it's all still a people. party aspect, but, right? You know, and there's another game that's along the very same, like, same lines mm-hmm. as that. Right. It's a game called Dead by Daylight. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dead by Daylight has actually released DLC where you can dress up as uh, Michael Myers, uh, somebody from the Left 4 Dead franchise, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw. Freddy, uh, the dude from Saul, Evil Dead, Stranger Things, and and everything. Okay. You know, so um, just the basic concept of Dead by Daylight. I haven't played it yet. I've seen it. I've watched people play it. Right. But it's it's a group of up to four survivors must elude one killer. Okay. The survivors' perspectives are third person, while the killer's perspective is in first, first person. person. That sounds that sounds awesome. Uh, the survivors cannot fight against the killer and can only survive by running away and evading them. Survivors must use obstacles and other items on the map to help evade the killer. Okay. Uh, it says, players assume the role of one of 19 survivors, and it lists all of them, and I'm not going to read them all. Uh, <clears throat> the goal of the survivors is to escape the enclosed area, which can be done in one of two ways only. Uh, either by repairing five disabled generators to provide power to the switch boxes of two exit gates leading out of the trial grounds or by escaping through a hatch. Okay. The hatch opens only when there is only one survivor remaining. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so uh, it isn't like you wait until daylight or something like that. It's, it's right. You, you have to um, get the generators to work and to open up, or you, if you're the last one, they give you that quick little... It's, you got that one last chance to get out escape thing right <laughs> so that's pretty that's pretty uh, crazy alternately as the killer you can play the assumed role of one of 17 killers damn um which they have since released some DLC for so you can get others right like I'm uh, sure like none Annabelle all them different right evil ones uh, ghost face people like that well actually the ghost face is on there the dead oh, okay. organ is on there okay uh but it says most killers only have one form of locomotion moving at a very fast pace which is moderately faster than the pace of a sprinting survivor okay 
when hunting the survivors, the killer must capture them by either striking them twice with their weapon or grabbing him in one move by either catching them inside lockers while attempting to vault over pallets or through windows while repairing a generator or trying to rescue a fellow survivor from a hook some killers have secondary attacks that deal double damage and put survivors in the quote-unquote dying state in one stroke wow every killer has a secondary ability called the killer power okay each killer power is unique for instance the wraith can cloak turning invisible and being able to move faster the hillbilly wields a chainsaw <laughs> of course because why him, wouldn't the hillbilly wield a fucking chainsaw uh which allows him to dash quickly along the map and instantly knock down survivors it comes into contact with mm -hmm. uh the powers can be augmented using add-ons which are purchased through the blood web right uh the killer's goal is to sacrifice survivors to the entity a malevolent being <clears throat> A malevolent being which rules over the realm in which Dead by Daylight takes place. Mm -hmm. So it actually sounds pretty fun. Um, oh, but I'm sure it would be frustrating as a motherfucker, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> trying oh, your yeah. best. Uh, you did mention Saul, uh, the character Saul, just a second ago. Did you ever play any of the Saul games that came out for the Xbox? I, I didn't. I watched... Uh, so I, I I'm a big like watch people play video games kind of guy. Right, like, like Twitch I, channel I like and stuff Twitch like that. And Mixer. Yeah. Shout out stuff. to you, Corey, by the way. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Corey Gravit. He's he's a Twitch streamer. Hey, and, go uh, look him up at the Big Core. Hopefully, we'll have him on the. Uh, yeah, we're podcast gonna have him soon. on the podcast soon. Uh, we're working on our our own personal podcasting space right now. Right. So we'll be able to have some more guests on stuff like that right um, so yeah yes but but you have seen gameplay of i have seen song. and i thought it was i thought it looked terrible to right. be honest it to me it looked like i mean granted it's survival because normally like with the saw games you are normally only in one predicament where you could die or survive with this one, it was more like you're going through multiple. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't like the original Saw. It was more like later, the later Saws when it became more fucked up stuff. You right. know? And the second one, Flesh and Blood, was more messed up than the first one was. Huh. Um, it was actually. And I mean, both games were decent as far as like gameplay goes and concept, but at the same time, it was like, you know, it's like it, there's really no, and spoiler alert there's no happy ending to either one of them so I'll just go and go give, give that to you um but there's a did you ever play uh and, the, and, the, and these are later games did you ever play the game Outlast and Outlast 2 did you ever play those nope don't think I ever played those ah, I think this was those games were probably around the time that I was like super super into Call of Duty right. and would literally play Call of Duty 24/7. Right. Um it was it was very ghost-esque. Um matter of fact in the first game it's like you're going through a through a hospital, you know, like an abandoned hospital and stuff. And it, it's very very spiritual-esque, very, you know, evil spirits and stuff like that. It's <clears throat> and very very similar to the, the evil within also about spirit which a lot of that has has when you think of game horror games now that you didn't think of back then now horror games are more centered around the supernatural horror now with games like outlast and uh the evil within fatal frame uh did you ever play fatal frame 
uh, nope. Fatal Frame is about <laughs> you are this person. You go, you go into this haunted area and you start taking pictures and you have to take pictures of ghosts, basically. And there's there's a story behind it and stuff like okay, that. Okay, so uh, Luigi's Mansion. Pretty much, only yeah. the 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 the, uh, the ghosts are a little bit more evil. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. One more for you, real quick, before you yeah. get to your next one. Have Have you ever did you ever play a game called The Suffering? That one does not ring a bell okay. to me either. Um, I played it these, for the PlayStation. These are some obscure games you these, got over these here. Are, this game actually came out for the PlayStation <laughs> uh, 2, uh, 1 and 2. The Ties That Buy It also came out at the same time. And basically it was about, you are a prisoner who, it, it how can I describe this? You are a prisoner who's in prison for killing your wife and child, but it's still up in the air as to whether or not you killed your wife and child. So... You have one guard, one person saying he did it, another person saying he didn't do it, and the game itself is taken over by these entities, these evil spirits, and you basically have to fight these evil spirits, and the choices you make during the game kind of determines if you did it or you didn't do it kind of thing. So it's a choose-your-own-adventure type game mixed in with survival horror, mixed in with demons and stuff like that. It's actually a pretty... It's, it's actually a pretty cool game okay um yeah um, uh, the first one was on the playstation 2 i want to say the second one came out for the xbox 360 a little bit later the ps3 okay um but yeah definitely look that up it was a very it was a very fun game to play uh did you ever play a game called lollipop chainsaw i've heard about it never played it so i bought the game for jesse right and she actually absolutely loved it right and you know jesse's not a, a gamer per se right um but she absolutely loved it right uh it's a hack and slash esque game right. where you you run around as this girl named Juliet and you fight hordes of zombies. Right. Right. Uh, Juliet can use melee attacks, high and low attacks, but only with a chainsaw. Okay. And it is probably the bloodiest game that I've ever seen. So is it more? But but you said it like it's, it's, it's like, is it like cartoon style? Yeah. It's, so it's so that, very, so they can kind of get away with it then, right? If yeah. It's, if it's more cartoon style, oh, they, we don't give a, we don't care about cartoon blood, you know. Right. Even though it's gory as a motherfucker, they don't care about that, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it was probably the bloodiest game right. that I think I've ever seen in my life. Right. Um, then did you ever play the Left for Dead series? Uh, I played the first one for a little bit and didn't play the second one a lot. Um, I played a little bit um, when Lily and Ivan were living with us at the time. We we played uh, we played it and um, it was it was very it was very uh, dependent on the co-op. You know, right. the story. You know, yeah. because you had to, you could play the game by yourself and it would be okay, but when you play it with other people and it's like, okay, now we have to, it puts you literally in the frame of mind. If this was real, how could we survive this? You okay. know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, I got one, I don't have it written down here, but I know you are a fan of the game. Okay. Um, and I don't know if this could be considered horror, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. How big of a fan of the Diablo franchise were you? And, I love uh, Diablo franchise. Right. And I figured it'd be, oh. it, it's, it's centered around horror, demons, it, and stuff like that. It's actually not considered, it, it's it's not in the horror genre. So it's more RPG fantasy it, type it's, games. It's okay. hack and slash RPG. Okay. I would say that, I mean, with the demons and everything, and, you know, you're going up against the devil in some cases. Um, it could be considered in the same realm I, I, as horror. I would, I would consider it in the same realm as horror. 
just the way that I wouldn't consider Castlevania in the realm of horror, even though you're a vampire and you're vampire, facing right. Dracula, or you're a vampire hunter facing Dracula right. uh, in the early games. In the later games, you actually, it's revealed that you're a vampire. Right. Um, right. Which so, they, yeah. You know, I, I would definitely, like, Diablo 2 was the first game that I ever remember playing for, like, an elongated period of time. It was 24 hours I, straight, right? More like 48 hours straight, <laughs> but there was a lot of coffee and cigarettes back then. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I remember I called you. Um, I called you. It was it was a weekend. We didn't have a show or anything like that. I called you Saturday morning. And I was like, Hey, man, you, did you you, you want to go? Uh, we want to go grab a bite to eat. And you're like, Hey, man, well, let me finish up this uh, this level real quick. You know, I'll call you back soon. I'm like, Yeah, all right, sure, no problem. Couple hours went by and it didn't hear from you, and I was like, "Hey man, just calling you back and want to see if you wanted to want to hang out." And he, and you were like, "Man, I'm still on this level." And I'm like, "All right, bro, just let me know. Call me back." And you never called me back, oh. and then I called you the, like literally like the very next day. I'm like, "Hey man, what happened to you yesterday?" He's like, "Hey man, sorry, I'm still playing this game." I'm like, "Oh, so what time did you go to bed?" You went, "I didn't." And I'm I like, "I ain't been to bed yet." All right, bro, let me know when you get done with it. And then like at like seven o'clock at night, you call me up like, "Hey bro, what's up?" And I'm like. Are you done playing the game? He's like, yep, beat that motherfucker. I whooped his ass. I'm like, all right, bro. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but damn, for, yeah, yeah, that was that was a long, long time, bro. Yeah, because you started was, playing that like Friday night or something. Yeah, you went, didn't get done with until like six, seven o'clock on Sunday. So bro, I, I beat shit out that game. Yeah, man. I mean, and and a bunch of times too. I love that game. Right, which I'm sure you get it done quicker when when you figure out because I'm sure yeah, once you figure out, you know, you have people that can help you and stuff like that. Right. Um, well, do you you said something about vampires earlier, and again, we're kind of in the same vein. Do you ever remember playing any of the Legacy of Cain games like Blood Omen, Soul Weaver? Yeah, man, I love like I loved uh, the Legacy yeah, of Cain games. And then the last uh, one, Defiance, was. I, I, I still want them to like kind of bring it back for the for the for the for the newer for the newer generation because right, right. I think that because it was a it was a good story of the Soul oh. Weaver and you know Kane you know was it Soul Weaver or Soul Reaver Reaver okay did I say Weaver yeah you I said meant Reaver. Reaver I meant Reaver I, 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 Soul Reaver yeah you go yeah there um, we go I'll just call him Raz uh, Well, anyway <laughs> um, but yeah that was that was a pretty good that was actually like a game that I really got into and it was a game that Dad bought. He liked it, and he and, and then he kind of got bored with it. He was playing something else, and I was like, hey, that's an interesting-looking box cover. Care if I play that game? He's like, yeah, sure, here. So I started playing it, right? and I was like, dude, I love this game. Like, I fell in love with it completely. I'm not a big, like, super, super big, big fan of vampires, but it made me a fan just long enough to play the game. I was like, man, this is right. interesting, um, you know? It was it was kind of like it was it was like Blade in a way because you was able to fight you know not in the terms of like the technology used that Blade was fighting right. with vampires and stuff but it became like you were a vampire but you were also the protagonist as well as you were more of an anti-hero than you were anything you right know what I mean so right which those games are always interesting to me because you like you're a, you're a bad guy doing good things which is interesting for, just just a couple more I want to hit on real quick okay uh, did you ever play any of the Silent Hill games. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of them, honestly. I played the first one, and then I tried to dabble in, and I played the third one. Okay. But I wasn't a big fan of those games. Right, You know, because right. it was, to me, it was like a more boring Resident Evil, you know, to me. And I'm sure later on, you know, during the game, and they have me, I'm not saying they don't have memorable, 
memorable characters like the guy with the fucking pyramid head and shit like that like i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure people that like the game liked it i was just i just never for for whatever reason it just wasn't for me what about uh the dead rising series oh i love the dead rising series Uh, Uh, the first one being in the mall i don't ever i don't i didn't play the second one but i played the third one a lot um the third one was like Really, really good. That was the third one was actually the very first game that I got when I got games for gold. That was the first one I downloaded. I'm like, I'm gonna right. beat this motherfucker. Uh, so Johnny and I, we used to play Dead Rising three like all the time. Right. Like we would we would switch back and forth between that and Call of Duty. If Call of Duty pissed us off. We, we'd <laughs> right. Go kill some motherfuckers. Kill some, some zombies. zombies. Yeah. On, on Dead Rising. If that's the case, would you consider? Ah, uh, damn it! And the and the game leaves me just like that. Sunset Overdrive. Would you consider that in a in a vein of horror because you're dealing with all these evil soap energy drink monsters? I mean, I guess it could. It be. could be considered horror because could it's be. more like yeah. you got to survive. You know the you know, but, right. but it was very cartoony in a way. You right. know what I mean? But right. but kind of like. But here's another one, and I'm gonna throw this out there, and it's not it's not scary in the sense of demons, horror, blood, killers, all this shit. But it's a game that's gotten very, very popular, and it's gotten very popular with teenagers, kids. Okay. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. A lot of people. I've I seen. I hadn't played it. I but... haven't either, but I've I've heard a lot of people say it was it's a scary game because it, it it it's basically you are a, a security guard at night in a toy store, something like that. Yeah. And the the cameras will go off. The animals will you know come to life at night. You got to make sure they don't get in the room. And then all of a sudden, bam, one jumps out and scares the shit out of you. So it makes good for like jump scare stuff. There's actually a, um, there's actually a show on, uh, YouTube. It's at the rooster. It's on the rooster teeth channel. It's called immersion. It's basically where they take, um, take these, uh, take these two guys, normally Michael and Gavin, and they put them in video game situations and they play out video game scenarios. It's actually a pretty cool show. They do one with Trials. They do one with um, Metal Gear Solid. It's actually pretty cool. They did one on Five Nights at Freddy's where they mimicked the exact type of gameplay at Five Nights at Freddy's. It's pretty funny stuff if you really sit there and listen to it. Um, Yeah, it's... it's I've, I've never played it, but it's one of those games where it's like, I don't know if I want to play it because it might be, you know, you know, um, there's one game that it never got me that I wish they would have made. Okay. Um, it is this game called PT. Did you ever hear about that? I've never heard about that. No. Uh, okay. So PT, it was a joint adventure between Hideo Kojima Kojima, mm-hmm. the guy who brought us Metal Gear. Metal Gear, right. And Gimel de Tero. Okay, I don't, I don't remember who that was. He's a horror movie. Like, he gave us Hellboy, stuff okay. like that. Okay. And the main character was Norman Reddus. Oh, okay. You know. They're off from Walking, Walking Dead. Dead, yeah. Uh, So, they released a, a demo of this game. Okay. Um, and you don't really know that it's Norman Reddus until you beat the demo. Right. But, fuck, man. <laughs> it, dude, there's this, this one where you got this, like, baby in a sink talking to you. What? But it's, it's, it's not a baby, and it's talking <laughs> to you, like, a grown-ass man. <laughs> uh, I, I, I. 
Dude, I'm not laughing at the concept. I'm laughing text, at like text, the way you're saying it. <laughs> so, text Jake. Okay. Ask Jake about PT. Okay, I will hear. Text JD and ask JD about. No, it wasn't. It was it JD? Or was it Ray? Uh, I text Jake for sure. Okay, I'll text Jake. Uh, All right. Ask him about PT. Okay, I will. And shout out to Jake because Jake was the one who um. Because you know Jake, big, 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 big fan of all things Japanese. Been yes. to Japan a couple of times, and we'll uh, definitely ready to go back to Japan. Yeah, so we'll definitely, hopefully, we can get him on the show either after or before he goes. I hope right, right after he goes, so right, he can, and give us, you know, some firsthand. Right, um, he's the one who actually told told me about uh, Junjuitu, and I'm like, who is Junjuitu? I've never heard of that guy before. And he was like, he is a manga writer from Japan, and all he does is horror manga. He took what the fuck is manga? Manga is that, isn't that what it's called? The anime, the comic book? Manga, manga, manga. What the hell? It, it, it's an it, A, not a U. Well, hey, I've heard people <laughs> pronounce it manga, so I mean, there you go. I gotta go that way. Um, oh, but Jake's anyway, rip you, a new one you know what? That's fine. Um, <laughs> I've heard it pronounced both ways. Whatever. I just call it manga because it's easy for me to say. Um, but, but yeah, he told me about uh this Junju Itu and I'm like hey, well who is he and he writes all this horror shit okay and he I seen this one uh, I think it's I think I cannot think I can't pronounce it I think it's called uh, I can't pronounce it off the top of my head I have to see it in order to read it okay um, but it was about um, the spirals I know it's, it translates into spirals about people who they see spirals and there's one of the the girl who's got a spiral you know, forming on top of her head, her eyeball falls into it, and all this weird shit. Huh. Um, very horror esque. And then there was another one called the Hanging Balloons that he told me about, okay. which is where you are is walking around, and all of a sudden there's a balloon that's coming at you, but the balloon is your head, and attached to this balloon is a noose, and it's looking for you. And if it hangs you, it carries you and just carries you away. And but if you pop it, your head pops with the balloon that pops. You know, it, it's weird shit. Okay. And I'm thinking, damn, that could be easily made into a video game. Just run away from yourself, pretty much. Right. Um, and I did have some other stuff here to talk about, but you know what? Just like what you told me before we started the episode, I think I am going to save this creepypasta stuff for another video. Okay. Because now, okay. because obviously the real world is catching up with well, us. Well, I mean. Which I got, I got two minutes, but. Yeah, we got a couple uh, of minutes, but. But, yeah. I, I, I think we can save, uh creepypastas for uh, a whole episode by itself instead of trying to rush through it yeah i'd rather uh, not rush through it i mean trust me if we had more time this well, would be like I a know, two hour long episode like we I, I like do the horror movie episode i the reason i said that i think we should wait because i know how into creepypastas you are right and we it, would start talking about them and it would it, it would delve into another 45 minutes yeah. of just talking about creepypastas. Dude, so. it, it's, it's, it, see, and that's something else that we didn't really even... We touched on it sparingly when we talked about the horror movie episode. Correct. We touched on it very sparingly when we talked about Slender Man. We talked about that one. But there's some... And we talked about Speaking Candle Code. Up, did you ever play the fucking Slender Man game? Fuck that game. <laughs> Fuck that game in his <laughs> white, unexpressionless face. Fuck that game. Oh my god. That dude, because all of a sudden the screen, and, and then sometimes you could just be walking through, and I'm thinking, okay, the screen goes a little bit fuzzy, and it's like, okay, never mind. All of a sudden it's like, pop, and it pops up at you, and I'm like, ah! You know what, dude, scares the shit dude, out of me. It's almost, dude. I know it's not considered a horror game. Did you ever play Minecraft? Yeah. 
We would we you you helped me build my stadium in Minecraft. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, so did you ever play it on survival mode? No, I never played it on so survival. We mode. always played on uh, Crea- creative, creative mode. mode. Yeah. Uh, survival mode. They have uh, creepers, which right. blow shit up. <laughs> right. Uh, but there's also these Slenderman esque kind of things. Right. That if you look at them. They fucking attack you. Oh Jesus! And it's so just like, just walk around it, just walk around it. Don't yeah. worry about it, just walk around it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what the hell is that thing? And it, bam, it's like, don't look at it, dumbass. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so. man. But yeah, but yeah. Again, if I start talking about creepy pastas, then we'll be here for another 35, 45 minutes. But there are at least one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven different examples of creepypastas in that are, video game based. They're um, based off of video basically, games. Uh, and I, mean, I'll, I can run through it real quick. Not, I'm not going to talk about it, but Majora's Mask. I think we talked about that on the N64 yep. episode. Uh, Lavender Town from the uh, Pokemon Red and Green from 1996. Uh, the N, the NES uh, Godzilla creepypasta of Monster of Monsters was okay. another one. Toonstruck 2, which was another game. Uh, Sonic EXE, which we will definitely I, get into that yeah. one. I know that one. I've actually shown you the video of that one. There was another one called Pet Scoop, um, which I'll delve into that one a little bit later. And then there was one, uh, Polybius, which is a urban legend about an old arcade game uh-huh. that turned out to be mind control fucking mk ultra conspiracy theory type shit you nice. know so that one i definitely want to delve into that one um you know because you know i'm a fucking paranoid person uh but and then and there's other creepypastas that we can talk about for later on like slender man jeff the killer candle cove ted the caver all them other guys but you know that's for a different episode for a different time uh so thank you guys hold on a second ladies and gentlemen no no oh Keep going. Your face just contorted and changed like 16 different colors. Okay. Okay. We'll continue on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching this Halloween episode of Movement Radio. For watching uh, it? When did we get video? Bubba, we'll get video soon. I we're, promise we're you. We're working on it. We're that. working on it. Brother, you got to understand, man. Like, like, we're already this far deep into this uh, endeavor. And y- you ever heard the old expression speaking something into existence yep. that's what I'm trying to do all right, that's all right. what I'm trying to do thank you guys for listening to us today my name is Talon Williams I'm Chip Hazard and this has been Movement Radio <laughs>